the Primary Languages Podcast. Three, two, one. Welcome everybody, this is the second edition of the Primary Languages Network Podcast. Um, we have plenty of views on the first one and, and a couple of messages from further afield, one from uh, Australia, which is fantastic, um, with really nice messages. We've read them all and we'll, we'll try and get back to you in due course. We're really thankful for all of the messages you've sent us. Um, also, just a quick notice, we're, we're now on uh, iTunes um, so and on podcasts on your phone, so you can subscribe to the Primary Languages Network podcast if you were to search on iTunes or on podcasts on your phone, so you can subscribe that way. We're also now on Podbean, which some of you have subscribed to, which is fantastic, but I'd say probably the, the, the most accessible way is through iTunes, so if you were to search Primary Languages Network podcast, that's where we'll be. But today, uh, I'm joined by um, my colleague and uh, a good friend of mine. Um, she is Emily. Hello. Emily Woodruff. <laughs> uh, and she is the... Oh, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll let her introduce you. So what, Who what am I? Right, I'm, um, I'm an associate teacher for Primary Languages Network. And I am the coordinator, so the associate teacher's coordinator for Primary Languages Network. Okay. So I work three days a week in schools, I teach three whole days, and then the rest of the time, yeah, the rest of the week, I'm the associate coordinator. Fantastic. So uh, that's me. What is, ha, have you been on that the whole, the whole time? You've, how, how long have you worked? How, how long have I done this for? Um, it's the second year uh, I've been doing the two jobs, the teaching in schools and then being the coordinator. That's my, I'm in my second year, really, I'm just... Not quite two years, so one year last year and then a term, really. Okay. okay. And how long have you been working for, for the network? For the network, uh, a long, long time. Uh, it's quite a long story, really. Um, I have uh, met Janet, I think it was in 2009. I think it was 2009. Mm-hmm. I'd completed one year as a secondary teacher. I've just finished my NQT year. I uh, was working four days a week in a secondary school and... Um, I had a day off, I had a day free, and I found uh, an advert. Janet was looking for language assistant, mm-hmm. and I just replied to the advert. And at first I thought she, would, she wouldn't give me a job because I thought I was a bit overqualified. I was a teacher, and she was looking for just um, casual language assistant. But, yeah, she, she, she gave me a job, and then I've uh, just been involved with Janet Lloyd and primary languages ever since. Mm-hmm. Just kind of one day a week at first. And then uh, for the past... Were you a secondary teacher before? I'm secondary trained, yeah, I'm secondary trained. I taught four years uh, in a secondary school in Oldham. So I live in Warrington, I worked in Oldham, so quite a big big commute. Um, oh, you travelled. Yeah, I travelled, yeah, yeah, an hour in the morning, mm-hmm. an hour at night. So I, I lasted four years, but in, in, during those four years I was doing four days and right in the middle of that week, each week on a Wednesday, it's always been a Wednesday, I would go and work in primary schools and that was like the highlight of my week I was looking forward to go and uh, teach in the primary schools because A, it was local I didn't have to do a lot of travelling and I've just, I was just enjoying it so much so when uh, I went on maternity leave from like my main job in the secondary um, during that year there were budget cuts in the school and anyway I took voluntary redundancies and I, then I went to see Janet and I said, right, I've just quit my job, you know, have you got any more work mm-hmm. for me? Um, and yeah, I was really lucky that that September 
had a full timetable. So I was working Monday to Friday. I think it was six different primary schools all around wow, Warrington, okay. all yeah. around Warrington. Yeah. And yeah, and then it grew from there. So um, yeah, so I worked in lots of different schools. Uh, I think I was counting them. Pff, it must be at least more than 15 different schools over the years, you know, since I've been knowing mm. Janet since 2009. Because uh, when I started with her, just the one day a week, I would just go. Uh, and like, and I, I think I had like a two-week timetable, so I had like four schools that I was kind of teaching out on a two-week timetable kind of thing. So one in the morning, one in the afternoon, and then the following week it would be two different schools. So I've been to loads of different schools in kind of various you know locations and you know, dealing with different types of children, you know, so, yeah. I think, so you, 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 I think from what I'm getting here, mm. you, it feels like you've really experienced everything that you could possibly experience as a, lang as a t language teacher in primary yeah. schools. Yeah, a wide range of schools, like I said, you know, from like the kind of leafy suburbs to the more kind of deprived areas um, and from like reception all the way to year six, yeah. Loads of different experiences. Is, uh, between the schools, is there, is there a common, is there any similarities between schools, say, in a, a leafy suburb compared to, the, compared to the, the little bit more deprived? Can you see similarities? Yeah, well, at the end of the day, you know, you're teaching little children and um, that, that's, that doesn't change, you know, wherever you come from. And I think the, the subject languages... I've always had the same response, you know, wherever I teach, you know, children are usually really enthusiastic. And, I mean, I love working with uh, beginners, yeah. absolute beginners. So I love Key Stage 1, I love Lower Key Stage 2, you know, they, these are my favourite year group, year 1, 2, 3 and 4. I just love the first steps and the enthusiasm. And that doesn't change wherever you go, you know, wherever mm. you go, you know, I just love, you know, seeing the children really enjoying the first steps of learning a language. Mm. Man, that's, that's more so than you know teaching I do, I do like your six and all of that and starting to put sentences together etc but I get my my buzz you know from the little ones and seeing the smile on their faces and just really enjoying it yeah yeah having, having observed you this year coming to watch one of your classes with the with the little ones with the year, year ones, one yeah, yeah I really saw that actually I saw those uh, you, you created a real sense of enthusiasm within the class you've been teaching them for a good year mm, I think mm. a year and a half maybe and, and you could really tell that they were very excited and you almost created a sense of exploring the language when you were doing it mm. I'm trying to explain that as well as possible it mm. almost was you liked the fact that you didn't answer everything and you mm. left them to figure out what it was mm. It was really cool to watch that. It was someone like a real experience. Yeah, well, that was going to say that. And well, well, I was me for me. I was thinking of giving, yeah, giving them an experience. You know, if I'm them for half, um, if I am with them for half an hour or a whole hour, you know, I want them to experience, you know, learning the language and the French culture and just having the moment, really. Mm. What did you have? You have you. Since being a primary school teacher, mm. have you reflected a lot upon your teaching? Mm. How have you gone from being transitioning to mm. from a secondary perspective yeah. into now when I observed you watching somebody who's extremely competent at what they do? Yeah. How, how have you done that? Yeah, well, it's been a long time coming. You know, I've done that for a long time now. I can't, I can't say that at the beginning I was a very good. Um, 
I really understood how to teach little children. I was you know, quite self-conscious, uh, having come from secondary um, secondary school, you know, I wouldn't like be very confident at singing in front of the children. I'd think, I'd thought, you know, they're gonna make, make fun of me or whatever. So mm. it took me a long time yeah. to really do that kind of things. And you know, like you saw me doing the action story and stuff like. That. I would not have done that, you know, when I started. So there is, you know, there is something about what we do that is teaching language in a primary way. Mm. Okay. Um, you can absolutely come from secondary and transition and be a very good primary school language teacher. But you, you know, it is very different, so, you know, very, very different to do it in a primary way. So all the things like, you know, like I said, the type of activities that we do, um, singing and acting out, and that, that is the way to do it in primary schools. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. Um, being a secondary trained myself in teaching, I'd agree with what you're saying. And I'd further kind of the, when you first step into a primary classroom, you're kind of expecting, I don't think animosity is the right word, but like the, the students with defence mechanisms on, mm. like def- in their own defence mode, and mm. they're not quite as open mm. when actually if the enthusiasm's there, mm. it's, especially mm. if the teachers are very, uh, they keep that enthusiasm going up to year six, mm. it's still there. And yeah. it's, a, it's a brilliant thing that you could play yeah. with. And, and once you realise, especially with the younger years, the yeah. enthusiasm's just there, like singing yeah. And, yeah. and drama. And it's stuff that you just, well, maybe some secondary schools do it, and I, probably they do as well, and they do it really well. But in le- I'd say it's harder to apply in secondary schools because kind of the sarcasm takes over. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Thinking back now, I think I was, you know, I was um, a lot more suited to teach little children than I was, you know, uh, teenagers, you know, that, that's, that's, I, I should have gone into primary teaching straight away. But, you know, when I trained and when I started thinking about doing that, there was, you know, there was no jobs really, it was no, you couldn't be. I mean, still now you, you have to be, you're either secondary trained or you're primary trained, but, yeah. you know, so you what, choose your route. What strengths are you taking though from being secondary trained? What, what do you think you can take from well, there and think, you know what? Well, uh, I've learned how to, you know, teach a, a language lesson properly, you know, understand yeah. the steps, you know, yeah. that you have to go through and how you build a sequence of activities to get to your outcome. So I think that's, that's the strengths that you have when you train as a secondary teacher, you know, definitely, you know. Okay, so the elephant in the room is, mm. is your accent here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before it's obviously yeah. uh, vocabulary when we got, when teaching French and your understanding of French has been quite natural to you, so, yeah. so, so yeah. You're, obviously, <laughs> yeah. you're obviously not yeah. initially no. from England. Yeah, no, <laughs> so I'm, um, I'm French, I'm from, um, I'm from the north of France, near Paris. About an hour north of Paris, uh, in uh, near Beauvais. There's an airport there, so people might know of Beauvais. Okay. Um, so north of France, yeah, and from kind of the countryside. I've done, you know, my little village that I'm from. There's two thousand inhabitants. It is quite small. Um, yeah, that's where I'm from. And did you ever envision when you were in France? How how when did you move? Like, how old were you? I I was twenty one. I'm thirty six now. So um, I was twenty one when I moved to. England to London and I came as a British Council language assistant right okay uh, all that time ago yeah and uh, I went to London first that's when that's where I, I went I was um, placed in two schools in southeast London in Lewisham two secondary schools 
a baptism of fire. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, but you know, it, it was all right. It's it was good, all right. Yeah, yeah. And I was doing um, the traditional job of the language assistant yeah. in the secondary school, so I would go in and do a lot of conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was back in the days where GCSE was compulsory, so everybody was doing French or Spanish or whatever. So. I would do, usually sit in the library and the teacher would send me the year 11 one by one to come and practice with me there, yeah. uh, general conversation yeah. and uh, role play as well, role play cards and stuff. What was your English like then? Um, my English was okay, it wasn't great, nowhere near as good as this, you know, I, um, I thought it was good, yeah. but it wasn't that great really. Uh, I remember actually after spending uh, just a maybe a couple of weeks I'd been living in, Long- in, in London and I wanted to buy a train ticket and I went to um, the booths and I said, can I have a, a one-way and a return? Because I wanted an aller-retour in French. Yeah. And you couldn't, so he sold me a one-way and then a return ticket, so I had like three <laughs> tickets. I was like, well, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure I said it right, but then that's the sort of stuff you kind of like, you know, you learn, you know, these things as you live in the country and, and also any other, any other, any other stuff like that um, but you know I remember just uh, being in a big crowd of people and uh, not understanding a word of what they were saying really yeah. just like big, just big, big noise I couldn't tune into what they were saying I had, um, when I was living in London I had flatmates a German girl I understood her and her boyfriend was Australian I didn't have a clue what he was saying they were great, though. They were so, so nice to me. They looked after me because, you know, I arrived in Lewisham. It's a bit scary, really, but they, they looked after me. Um, but, yeah, that was, that was, you know, that was something. Well, you, know. you can master the Australian accent, then. Yeah. You, you, can, you can deal with many, many I know. English accents. I don't think throughout the year I really understood what it was saying to me, to be honest. When you first came, did you know there was a difference in accent? So, for like a southern accent, uh, could you spot that? No, I didn't really have a clue about can accent. Can you spot so. that now? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. But also, you know, I don't know if you know this, I didn't study English at university, you know. It's not my. It's not like my background, you know. Actually, I did the business administration. Okay. So there was any English modules in that? Yeah. Well, in France, you have to do English kind of. Like you start your. When I started, anyway, was equivalent to year seven, and you have to have languages throughout your career at school. And you know, most people do go up to year kind of eleven, and then they go to the lycée and they do the baccalaureate. If you do that that path, if you follow that path, you have to have languages. So languages is always something I studied. Yeah. English and also German was my other, my other language. And um, at the end of my baccalaureate, I did economy, um, economic kind of studies. So that English was part of that. At the end of this, I went into business administration. I didn't mm-hmm. go into, I know, yeah, I didn't go into, well, there you science. go. I didn't study English, so it's just English is something I picked up along the way, you know. So I came, I came to England. And that's all I'd learn, you know, like, I'd have, like, a, f- a couple of hours a week, you know. Did you but know? it was my favourite subject, I loved it, and I think I was pretty good at it, but okay. obviously not as good as I thought when I came. It was like, oh, okay, actually, you know, what I learned wasn't... Yeah. Have, I mean, have you ever had, like, a time when you'd been out and you'd sort of revised the question to ask, but not really thought about what anyone was going to say back to you? Or were you, were you quite fluent when you got there, so... Did you know? Could you at least engage in? Yeah, basic I would go. Yeah, I would engage in basic conversations. But my problem, I mean, I still, I think my accent, I will never 
like I, I'll always have my accent so they start you know as soon as I open yeah. my mouth people are like French oh she's French uh, the thing is though I think that you have a a fluent French accent mm. meaning you, you, you sound to an English person you mm. sound like somebody who's fluent in English mm. with a French accent with a French accent yeah so you don't sound like a, somebody who's French who doesn't have a good grasp of the language because yeah. there's you know when to speak the, the way you structure your sentences is in an English way mm. and the way you're the flow mm. of your sentences mm. is English. So our ears find it really easy to work with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. As opposed to maybe uh, other French people I've spoken to who can speak English that aren't as fluent. Mm. They struggle to have the correct flow of English. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So that's what, that's what you come across as. Mm. You come across as a fluent speaking mm. uh, French I've person. I've had loads of practice you know, over the For years. For sure, yeah. <laughs> and can you, is there any moments where you, uh, I don't know, you were, you were in England and you were like, wow, I've got this now. Like, I don't know, maybe it's a dream in English or maybe... Yeah, 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 talk to myself in English. I uh, yeah. don't know about dreaming. don't dream a lot, actually. Has your French accent changed? <laughs> well, I think I said before, I think I said that to... I can't remember who I said that to. I, I was in France not so long ago and I was a hairdresser or something like that and we were chatting and, I don't know, I said, oh, I live in England. And she said, oh, you sound really English. You don't know I was speaking in French, you know. So, but it's the thing, you know, I'm, when I'm in France, I'm the English girl. You know, when, I, when I'm in England, I'm definitely the French girl, so... You know. Which side, which, without creating too much controversy, <laughs> which, which side of the... Which, which my French, side? If you were a percentage of either, what would you go for? Well, it's tough on that percentage, I don't know, probably 60, 40, 60 English. 60 English? Yeah, I'd say, 40 mm-hmm. French. I mean, no, I lived all my adult life in England, you know. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, you spent nearly as long in England as you have mm-hmm. in France. Soon, yeah, soon it'll be there, yeah, I know. I know, yeah. Crazy, crazy. Well, that, that's another thing, you know, that I think about I mean, when I'm in the classroom. You know, I would have never thought as a little girl or even teenager that I would be living here, you know. And yeah. It's not something that I planned for. Like I said, I didn't go to uni studying English. And I yeah, said, but what, what was the reason why you went to England then? I went to England just, just to have what a look, it? you know, <laughs> to yeah. have a look around. I was, like I said, I loved English as part of my studies. Mm-hmm. Always, always been my favorite subject. I was quite good at it. Um, and when I finished my course, one thing I knew actually is I didn't want to work in business. I didn't okay. enjoy the course. Yeah. So that was an opportunity that was given to me to go and be a, a, a language assistant. So I took it thinking, I'm just going to take a year, think about what I want to do. I'm going to explore England, etc. because I love English anyway. So just, I'm just going to improve my English and I'll come back and I'll just do whatever. But I didn't know what it was, you know. What drew you in? What, so, what I mean is, when you came to England then, so you've, you've kind of decided the business isn't your thing, yeah. you've kind of like English, so you've yeah. taken up on the yeah. offer, you've seen the offer, That's right? it. let's go. So now we're in Lewisham, yeah. is that where you lived in yeah. Lewisham? Yeah. yeah, we're in Lewisham, was there a moment you're like, I, I, I kind of like England, you know, is there, is there like a moment, or is, is it just, you can't no. get offers, or? Yeah, sort of, of yeah. yeah, yeah, kind of like, take it step by step I never said right that's it you know th- this is where I'm going to stay I'm still like you know still haven't made the <laughs> conscious decision I'm staying or whatever still. you know now it was just like opportunities you know yeah. Yeah. you know it's just yeah what do you think happened. of British people though yeah I like British people I like them a lot I mean we've had this conversation many times I find especially you know where, where we live in the northwest people are really friendly um, yeah I like the the way of living I think it's quite relaxed um, yeah, love it here. It's my home. It's my home. It's crazy to think. It's crazy to think. <laughs> it's crazy to think. I'm more, I'm more used to 
English culture and way of life now that I am to French ones. It's a bit of a shock when I go to France sometimes, you know, with day-to-day stuff, you know, like how to live your life and things that I'm not used to, you know. Okay, so you've got, I mean, without giving too much weight, you've got two two kids. Yeah. I've always sort of, this is something I always think about, is in the position you're in, an English husband. Yeah. Or Welsh? English? English? Uh, No, English. English, English, sorry. Uh, I mean, what are your thoughts on them with languages? No languages, right. That's a very good point. It's very important for me that, especially my children, they get to experience French culture and as much as possible speak French now. Having said that, it's not as easy as that. You know, people say, well, just, just speak French to them. That's it, you know, that's easy as that. Just speak French to them and they'll speak French. But, you know, you've got to remember that they're half English and they're, well, actually more English than they are French. You know, they go to English schools, their family in England, they're all speaking English. We haven't got much sort of French-speaking friends. I mean, we speak to my family on a weekly basis and we visit them a lot several times a year. Uh, but when we go, actually, nowadays, I like to go for at least a couple of weeks at a time. So we immer- mm. they get immersed. Yeah. And that's when I see, especially my, my, uh, my son, Lou, who is six, and I see him like, like speaking the language and experiencing the culture. And I think that is really the best way, maybe the only way to really, um, you know, to really experience French culture and, and become a fluent French speaker. Because over here, you know, it's, it's limited. It's limited. Yeah. Are you going to just chuck them to the grandparents? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully that's the plan, later. yeah. That's the plan when they're a bit older, they can go and spend the summer there. That's, Six that's weeks. the dream, yeah. Come yeah, out, my, the yeah, yeah, that's the dream, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a stripy t-shirt. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. As, uh, I, I think I, I would have loved to have just been, now retrospectively thinking, I would love to just been thrown into a different country for mm. six weeks when I was a little younger. Because mm. you just you, you do just sponge it up. Yeah. You know, and the inhibitions aren't yeah. grown yet. And you yeah. kind of just, you make, like, what I think kids are really good at is they're really good at making friends. Yeah. And playing. Like, yeah. Their go-to is just play. Let's yeah. just go play. Yeah, like, yeah, We can play in a different language. We don't need to play in the yeah. same language. So, and they'll start picking up stuff yeah. just out of nowhere. Have you noticed, like, have you noticed when he's had a couple of weeks mm. playing with maybe mm. cousins or mm. French cousins or French you know, so you feel like he's picked up words you're like yeah. where have you got that from yeah well definitely you're right from playing you know at first it's just like a few words and then the more they interact they play with each other they you know he picks up like little phrases you know you just say and then put them together and then suddenly like he's speaking more and more so do you think seeing Louis um, with this whole process mm. has this helped you with your teaching um, is, is there a, or is there a way has your teaching helped you with this process with the kids uh, um, more so since Louis started school actually I kind of think about how children learning um, a little bit more than just me teaching him as, as a mum more the formal learning as a mum now I kind of understand a little bit more so like so Louis in year two so if I go in a year two class, I think of him and his ability, you know, if I present the written word or yeah. if I ask them to write anything, I think, oh, hang on a minute, you know, he's yeah. only a beginner. Yeah. Or, you know, phonics and things like that. I think about all of this stuff. I think that's a real skill of a teacher, actually, is to be able to look at what 
say schools are asking you to do mm. and then filter it through the year and the ability of that class yeah and create the expectations yeah because of course you can get to, then to write in year two but you know really i mean i think you know just go a bit you know more at their pace take it you know take it um take it a bit slower and no rush you know they're gonna get to writing they're gonna get to reading so i think you know year one year two all of these year three they're really about experiences and enjoying um, themselves you know at the moment i'm doing my christmas lessons and then we talk about the differences similarities and differences about spending christmas in france and in england and you know at, at the end i just say right i just want you to understand these are different tradition it's not weird it's just different you know, yeah. if, I, if i want them to understand something at the end of that lesson is that's just different and that's okay mm. that's all right i i think that on that point i think i've really been thinking about this a lot actually recently and there's a stage of learning which is almost bypassed sometimes and it's the initial stage of learning anything which is quite literally just recognizing it mm. not understanding it mm just seeing it and yeah. being able to spot it out. And yeah. I don't think we spend enough time on that stage. Mm. For example, when I spent time in Spain, although I didn't engage in trying to learn Basque, because mm. that's where I was in, mm. by the end of the year, I could spot it. And where a year before I would never even have recognised it. Yeah. I would have just seen it as an alien language. But now I can say to it, that's Basque. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't yeah. know what they're telling me. Yeah. Maybe the one or two phrases tops. But it's that recognition of almost making it become just in your perceptions mm. and I think that that is a stage that missed bypassed a lot mm, yeah. we're kind of getting to, to produce yeah yeah well produce I, it. we're actually just let, let's applaud them for recognizing yeah it. And yeah, then yeah the next time round yeah we can build upon the recognition yeah well I think that's what quite good in our scheme of work you know in, mm. in the sort of the year three especially year three we're finishing uh we're Christmas we've had a whole term we've done just a lot of you know, revisiting, consolidation. Yeah. We haven't done that. We have not covered it a lot in terms of content. So, you know, we, we're still doing days, months, colours, names, but you know, there's no point, you know, rushing it because, you know, you learn so much by revisiting, uh, by going over things and just doing, you know, doing things slowly. There's, there's no point rushing through it. You know, just like have the, the basis really nice and secured. And there's so much that you can learn from just like listening, responding activities, that, that yeah. kind of stuff. I I can vouch for that. Having learned a language later, so not having the the blessing of learning it without thinking about it, having to learn it myself mm. in the last couple of years, and and starting from zero with Spanish, mm. I knew French and a bit of yeah. German as well. But having to start having starting from scratch with it, it I just realised that it's it's. It's a process, and actually, I just got really good at speaking three tenses: yeah. <laughs> basic, basic, uh, past tense, mm. present tense, future tense. Mm. Just learn that. Yeah, learn, that's it. Learn the heck out of that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So go over it again so and I again. So I can have basic conversation. Yeah. Worry about the other stuff later. Yeah. And just get because I tried to learn too much at once. Yeah. And it was just so overwhelming. I yeah. just lost the plot a little bit, and, yeah. and then actually I took a back step, stopped trying to learn as much, and just got really good at the conjugations. Got yeah. really good at trying to just spot where yeah. what tense it's in. And um, as soon as you do that, you start seeing, oh, it's good fun, this. Like, mm. something, oh, I know I'm enjoying mm -hmm. this now. And actually... Build confidence. Yeah, yeah, and I think if you look at from the child's perspective, I was a child in that, in that sense, mm. in terms of my learning. So mm. they enjoy revisiting stuff mm. because it's, oh, I know this, mate. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's do it. Let, I'm up for this recap yeah. game because I know this. Yeah. 
what's wrong with doing exactly, that? Exactly, yeah, is, I feel confident, I'm enjoying it, you know, I can show off that to you, yeah, absolutely, you know, I don't think, you know, they've got the whole time to, like, build sentences, etc. Yeah. Let's get them really confident and enjoying it and looking forward to that lesson, you know, remember, some of them, they'll just have, like, 30 minutes once a week, you know, if they're lucky, if, to do that, so a lot has happened during the week, you've come the week yeah. before, they had, you know, it's, it's but on the flip side, it's important to know that if it was 30 minutes a week, mm. there still can be great stuff occurring in that 30 yeah. minutes because yeah. they'll recognise stuff from the, to the next week yeah. and you have to appreciate that it might feel slower than other things, but mm. it is the progress is still yeah. there. Yeah. You just have to see it, see the progress as slower. Yeah. But it's still progress. It's yeah. still mini, mini steps yeah. in the right direction. Well, that, that's what I like working with little children because it's all right. You know, you, you can do that. You can take your time, I think. So changing the topic a little bit, what oh. um, you always did, so now looking at it, yeah. kind of makes sense with the role that you're doing now oh, yeah. in the company mm. and the course, the university course you did. Mm. Yeah, you I know, you, yeah. Do you have you thought about that actually thinking, oh, actually, that, that, yeah, actually come, now that business admin side I know. of things is I've actually come, helping a lot with this. I've come like full circle, haven't I? Yeah, I know. You kind of yeah. shaped the role for yourself. I know, a little bit. Yeah, I can see how because I can see how Janet asked me to do that now because maybe she saw the skills in me or Potentially, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Um, I can see the way that you're thinking about the processes mm. as quite a business-minded. Mm. Yeah, yeah. This, you know, thinking like this isn't right. We need to make this more proactive. Yeah. We need to make this more... I don't know, efficient, efficient yeah, yeah. is the right word. Yeah, well, I think, I think I'm, a, I'm a teacher and I still love being in the classroom. I, mean, I love that, but I'm quite a logical person as well. So, you know, I do like to sit down and think about this process of, you know, how we are so looking after the associates and getting new teachers on board as well. So that's, yeah, I can see how my skills are. Somehow they were, they were still there, you know, even though I've not been using them yeah. all these years. It was still in me, you know. So. Um, oh, you know, I don't think when you when you get those skills, they stay in you. you know? Yeah. And yeah. Do you think? Have you enjoyed all the observations? Have you enjoyed seeing yeah, all the teachers? Yeah. Yeah. So a big big part of my job, uh, not as I'd like to do more, but you know, it's all about time, isn't it? But yeah, going into city of associates, observing them, visiting them in their schools, and seeing how they teach, and seeing the children's reaction, seeing how the schools support our associates as well. Just that's that's. That's really, you know, a privilege, really, to be able to go and, yeah. and, and watch other people. And, and I get ideas of them as well. And yeah. do you know what? They're, they are so brilliant. And there's a wide range of people in the team. There are some qualified teachers. There are some uh, secondary trained, primary trained. There's some teaching assistants. So many different people. And so, so interesting to watch them and, and you know, becoming expert, really, at uh, teaching languages, primary languages. Yeah, I'd agree with you. From what I've seen now, my observations this year, I see um, an expertise in the process mm. because they're always trying to improve and learn, you know, and adapt. Yeah. And that is essentially how you get better yeah. at whatever you do. Yeah, and the core group of teachers, they've been with us for years, you know. And that that shows a lot about yeah. the company. Yeah. Shows a lot about um, their people's enjoyment of primary school teaching. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That, and and a lot of teachers have moved from secondary school into primary and they've stuck to it. Mm. And they've they're, they're still enjoying doing it, which yeah. is crazy. Yeah. You know, mm. that stick that stick rate. 
of uh, the staff we've got is, is yeah. uh, it's so cool. we're about 20, 20 or so and after Christmas we're getting into 23 I think yeah so we've got four new teachers starting with us again very different people different experiences but you know they, they're all coming across really passionate about languages about having a go at teaching in primary school as well I yeah. think there's a, something about about that at the minute a lot of um, the people who are coming to us you know they um, yeah they Quite a few actually of these new starters come from secondary, and they just want to have a go and see what it's, see what it's like primary, and mm. um, yeah, it's very exciting. And and I suppose you you've done the process that they're doing. Mm. You've, you've you've lived it. Yeah, that must help when you're seeing the, when you're talking to them and helping them out with their steps and yeah. And I see how they feel. You know, some of them coming and they're like quite drained by being secondary teachers or exams and all of that, and they want to get back to enjoying um, teaching again. They don't want the stress of the exam, like I said. Um, and yeah, they just, yeah, they just want to see what it's, you know, they want a piece of it, they want to see what it's like, mm-hmm. you know. They what, what do you, I mean, do you see a difference in kind of pace of teaching between the primary and secondary school? What, what do you see, did you see any differences? Yeah. Now, when you look at a secondary school teacher compared to primary, this in no way is, uh, not in any way trying to criticise secondary or criticise yeah, no, primary no, no, here. No, I'm yeah. just, do you see any differences? Yeah, the pace is different. I mean, I had to learn that myself as well. You know, you don't have to go through the whole of your lesson plan um, to still create like a meaning, meaning, meaningful experience or like a good lesson that's worthwhile, you know, being in the classroom for. Um, so yeah, the pace, like how, you know, how much you're going to cover your learning outcome is kind of ongoing, you know, mm. from like one week to the next, right, okay, right, 30 minutes finished, right, we'll, we'll pick it up next week again and we'll build on it. It's a bit more relaxed, it's a bit more relaxed. It is quite, you know, uh, we've got the uh, scheme of the, sorry, the national curriculum, the program of study, so we know we have guidelines, but I think within that it's quite relaxed and you mm. can stop and then revisit and, you know, if you didn't get like, days of the week first time round. don't worry because we're going to come back to it at, at some point it's yeah. constant constant revision and that's building the confidence um, of the children mm. what do you see uh, what do you see has progressed through uh, since you've been at the company so mm. you've been in the company nearly 10 years now mm. or working with Janet for yeah. 10 years what do you see what do you see has progressed and what do you see that's the same What's progressed? Well, we've become a lot more organised. Uh, the lesson plans, our scheme of work has been refined, you know, so, so many times and constantly added. So everybody's contributing new ideas. So we've got our little WhatsApp group and people will share uh, ways they have developed a particular activity on the scheme of work. And so, so somebody will be inspired by that. So we're constantly improving our teaching, I think, refining, you know, um, so that's that's something that's that's been different over the years. Um, I mean, working with Janet Janet Lloyd, you know, she's so so passionate and inspiring. She's you know constantly sort of thinking about what she can do next to make it more interesting, more memorable. Um, so that has remained the same, you know. So so I just love listening to Janet last last week or a couple of weeks ago when I listened to it. She's so, so passionate. I'm not saying that because she's my boss, you know. Um, but, but it's mm. the truth, you know. She's, you know, she's, she's on a mission and, 
you know, she's inspired, you know, a lot of people, uh, the associate, but not just the associate, you know, 300 schools or so um, with primary languages. So, yeah, I don't know how I got to that, but yeah, I just wanted That's to right. say that, you know, okay. you okay. know, I generally mean that, you know. No, I think, I, I think that you wouldn't be, I, I think it's difficult to work for a company when, or, it, you know, you've engaged so much with the company mm. you know, mm. and you've taken so much of your time yeah. for the company. It's difficult to do that when the kind of the boss yeah. is, is not yeah, yeah. as behind it as you want to be. Yeah. You know? Well, I learned everything from Janet and she taught me. I mean, I was a language teacher, but I certainly didn't have a clue about being a primary uh, teacher. I had to learn that and I learned that by watching her and kind of uh, doing training with her and that's how I learned, you know, on the job, on the job. Um, yeah. What do you think is the most rewarding part of teaching, primary school teaching? What, what's, when's the bits where you go like, yeah, I like it now, this is good? <laughs> uh, it's hard work, yeah. It is hard work because, yeah. you know, we, you know, sometimes we go in, we've got a whole day and got to teach the whole school from reception to year six, yeah. it's back to back. It's really hard work, you know, you have to build your stamina. There's a lot of like, when you start your lesson, lots of revision, revisiting, so it kind of like, bit of singing and dancing almost, you know, you have to be like, you're the person who's going to get the children mm. enthusiastic. So that's tiring. Um, but the most rewarding, well, it's just, you know, just like when you, oh, I, li- I love it, I tell you what, when, again, I'm, I know I keep on talking about the little ones, but you're one, you're two, and you've done the whole lesson, and you've done lots of songs and games and stuff, and then just, you just leave, and then you hear them continue singing these songs, you oh, know, yeah. just love that, like, or in the good. playground, you know, they'll, yeah. they'll say something in French, or they'll sing that song, um, or play that game, whatever, that, that's, that's, for me, that's when I think, oh, that, yeah, that's it, it's working. That's a great moment. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, mm. uh, when it go, you know, when when they take it, when they take it, you know, with them, and they just do whatever with them, whether it's playing or whatever, just like, I love that. Yeah, that's a fantastic moment. Wow. Mm. Um, and I don't know what 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 about <laughs> what 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 else with the job are you really enjoying really, at uh, the moment? What's the you know because you've got the new the role which is yeah, expanding. Yeah, yeah, we've been busy. Like I said, we're taking new people on, so I enjoy meeting new people, uh, recruiting new teachers. Uh, I like the challenge when the school come to us and they said they want a whole week or they need. Uh, a teacher on this day and that day and I just love the challenge of finding that person for them the right person who can do the job but is also the right person in terms of skills and mm-hmm. enthusiasm I like, I like doing that and then when it all comes together you know I just like to watch that happen um, yeah I like, it. I like everything I love being in the classroom still mm-hmm. you know I love even though that the, being a coordinator is taking a lot of my time and is making me very very busy you know I still love being in the classroom, yeah, still love it, you know. Do you need to work for the company? What do you need? Do you need a teaching degree? Do you need, if you were to work right, so, an associate, yeah. So if, if you want to be an associate, you don't need to be a teacher. You don't need to be a qualified teacher. We've got some teaching assistants. Uh, obviously, you need to speak a different language. So whether you've learned it at university or not, it doesn't really matter. Um, you don't need QTS, no. But we do have teachers who have QTS who are primary school teachers and they've come to us because they've got this passion for just teaching languages. So, for example, I'm, a, I'm B1 in mm. Spanish. Mm. What's that intermediate? Intermediate mm. Spanish. Yeah. yeah. Would, if I was to apply, 
Who are to apply? Would, would, would you be, would well, you be uh, interested? interested? Or, or well, we'll, right. Well, we'll have to see you, you know, yeah. teach, I suppose, and maybe have a conversation with one of our native speakers just to see how confident you are with speaking um, the language because it's not, um, it's not so much about, you know, for example, I, I, did, I did German as my second language, but I've forgotten everything about German, so I wouldn't even say to anybody that I can do German. But I picked up, I picked up later in life Spanish as well. Um, I could teach year, up to year nine when I was a secondary teacher uh, because it's a bit more structured. Okay, but if you go to the primary school, you've got to be a little bit more kind of um, natural about the way you speak the mm. language. So... But, you know, but yeah, you know, like I said, natural in your attitude as well. So, you know, we've got loads of different people who um, yeah. of different level and there's loads to take into consideration. You know, like I said, your enthusiasm, your other skills and your willingness to learn and to improve. So, yeah, just get in touch, basically. And then, you know, we, we, like, we, we like to kind of see if the, purple, the person matched the team as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you are interested, anyone listening, you contact us. Yeah, um, so if people are interested in uh, doing some work in primary schools, get in touch with us. Uh, you can send me a, an email or via the website, just contact us via the website. And we can uh, filter it through to you. We can get it through it. to you. Yeah. We're constantly, we are constantly looking for more people, I suppose. Yeah. The demand is there and the schools yeah. are there. That's it. Yeah, more, more people and you know, more school as well. Like I said, I love just like matching them up <laughs> yeah for sure yeah and uh yeah so uh what just changing the t- topic totally yeah now. yeah go on then. finishing questions come on then oh I yeah asked, yeah I, asked yeah, Jan- I know yeah i asked janet last uh, couple of yeah. weeks ago so yeah. what is your favorite F- food favorite food oh you know i told you that was stressing me out a little bit i'm not i'm not the kind of person that's like oh i love that you know that's my favorite but uh yeah i had to think about it um i'll tell you what i like um mediterranean food mm-hmm. so I like um, for example like uh, like vegetables like uh, courgette and peppers like ratatouille love ratatouille okay. but I also love probably my favourite dish would be like a nice bolognese like type of ragu like really really nicely done okay. that would be my kind of food so Mediterranean stuff yeah like Mediterranean it. stuff Yeah, even though I'm from the north of France yeah you know. <laughs> that's uh, better than apples to be fair <laughs> <laughs> What uh, what's your favorite music? Favorite music, I forget another one again. You know, like that's that's like oh, I just don't know. I don't have the favorite, the one thing I love. Favorite to put an album no, on. do you know I I love music and I love music and I love um, uh, Americana kind of music. So singer songwriter, maybe mm-hmm. acoustic guitar, maybe like like instruments like a double bass and this and that. I like going to see live music and see that kind of music. Um, but if you were to pinpoint, pinpoint. one album, well, album. I, I don't know I'll tell you uh, I love again you know somebody when I said uh, when I said that name people said like oh Ryan Adams and I don't mean Brian Adams I mean Ryan Adams okay. which is a, uh, yeah. No yeah okay um, so yeah that's if I oh no yeah. I've heard of Ryan Adams is yeah. he an acoustic guitar player that he, he, he does that you know yeah. he does a bit of that you know he listen to Gold or Heartbreaker okay Great albums, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's my okay. thing. All right, and um, favorite time of the day. Favorite time of the day, right? I like morning. Not first thing in the morning. I'm not a morning morning person in the sense that I like to wake up and. But I like like that first lesson of the day, like eight o'clock, nine o'clock, or if I've got something to do, that sort of the beginning of the day, the fresh start, like 
first thing yeah, like that. First thing, so, so nine, eight, eight, between eight and nine. Uh, or, yeah, between eight and nine. nine. Yeah, like if I'm if I'm working at home when the house is empty and I can finally sit down and just do what I have to do. Or like I said, that first lesson when you start the day. Okay, favorite day of the week. Uh, like Friday, yeah, like the end of Friday when you think oh, I've done my I've done my work now and uh, I, I've got a bit of space in my head. Okay. Like, yeah. Space. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting for the first Friday. to say Monday. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what about favourite month of the year? Favourite time of the year? Oh, yeah. Um, like season, you mean? Yeah, yeah season, season or month yeah. or whatever. Quite like, um, I like spring, yeah. So um, April, May, you know, when you're coming out of the winter yeah. and it's getting warm. Yeah, I really like that, really like that, yeah. That's a good time, isn't it? Yeah. Just thinking about it. Just it's the time... Where it just all starts warming up. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Forgotten what warmth feels like on your back when yeah, you stand outside. Yeah, that's nice, though, isn't it? <laughs> Sun on your face and all of that, yeah. But not enough to get sunburned. Which exactly, is, <laughs> that's another <laughs> problem. Ideal, <laughs> ideal for me. But there we go. Right, well, we'll, we'll wrap it up there. All right. Um, that was really... Oh, thank great... you. I hope it makes sense. You know, I hope it makes sense. Well, um... I hope your accent is <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry about my accent, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, guys, we'll wrap it up there. Thanks a lot, Emily. All right, thank you, Will. And... Um, yeah, let's have a good 2019. And you, thank you. All right, cool.